Welcome to Daddy Ball, an in-depth look at the issue of parent coaches in youth sports. Something I've come across a lot recently is a lot of comments, Instagram posts, Facebook posts, warning parents about the issues of joining a youth sports team with a parent as a coach. And I totally understand the, the potential bias that may come up, and we all heard, you know, horror stories about some of these uh, issues and biases, uh, but I really wanted to get an in-depth look and really talk to some parents on teams to really see is this as big of an issue as it's played out to be on the internet, or are some of these people, you know, making an issue out of something that's, you know, not really there. Uh, so we're going to talk with six different dads of, you know, various teams, uh, some are coaches, some are not, some choose to coach, and some have left that up to uh, a paid coach. And uh, we really just want, I just want to dig in, provide some value, and you know, hopefully give you some different perspective on the issue. I think there's a lot of great points that come up in these discussions, and it's not a, a simple black or white yes or no answer. I think we really need to dig in, find a little bit more information about that organization, and you know, make an informed choice for yourself and your family. I hope you guys enjoy. I hope you guys get something out of it. Please leave a comment if you've had any issues, positive, negative. Uh, are you a coach? Have you joined a coach, uh, a team with a parent coach? Whatever that looks like, leave a comment. Let us know what you think. We'd love to get your perspective. Thank you. All right, welcome back to another episode here of uh, Daddy Ball, uh, where we're really just kind of getting into the topic of, you know, parent coaches on teams, right? And, you know, so this is a, a term in baseball that comes up, but this can apply to any sport, um, you know, soccer, lacrosse, football, it doesn't matter the sport, um, but it's something that we kind of see pop up in baseball a lot is this topic of, uh, you know, Daddy Ball or having a parent on that coach, um, a parent who is a coach uh, with their uh, son or daughter on a team. And uh, really kind of the issue is, you know, potential biases, right? And um, what we're trying to, you know, talk about is, you know, are there reasons for this bias? Is it uh, a reason that, you know, different parents or, you know, prospective players should be concerned about? Or are people making this more of an issue than it really needs to be? Uh, so we're here with Robbie, and first of all, you know, Robbie, I, I really appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your day here and just talking about, you know, your kids, your situation, your coaching, and, uh, you know, kind of giving some insight into, you know, where you're at and what you've gone through. Oh, sure. I appreciate the opportunity to, to share my thoughts and insights. Absolutely. So what I want to do is I, let's just, you know, introduce kind of uh, yourself, your, your, your family. Um, I just want to know, you know, where are you a coach right now? And if so, uh, are your sons or, or daughters there on any teams? What level are they at? Like kind of where, what's your situation at right now? Uh, where we're at right now is uh, I've got three, three kids, uh, boys that oldest and youngest are boys. They both play baseball. Uh, my youngest one is not nearly as into it as my oldest one is. He's, he's eight. Um, he plays league ball only right now. Uh, my older one is 13. Um, he's a, sports fanatic so whatever is going on he's involved in it um right now he's doing uh league ball as well as travel ball uh, which we've done for several seasons now um he's he's just constantly playing sports so okay. on the league ball team uh, I, i'm an assistant coach with our league ball team um but on travel ball we have a uh, the team we're on now is not a parent coach it's a paid coach okay so, Okay. So, you know, you started out kind of on this league team and you were uh, an assistant coach. Was the other head coach uh, a parent as well? 
Correct, correct. The league team that, that we're part of, we've been with the same team for about four years now. And the head coach is a parent as well. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So, um, so this son, he's a little bit more into baseball, you know, obviously wanting to, you know, play travel as well as league. Um, did you have different uh, choices? So when you're looking at, you know, a travel ball team outside of your league team, were there uh, choices that you could evaluate between, uh, you know, parent coach versus a, a paid coach? Yeah, in the in the area where we live, there's it's a large number of travel ball teams that that run okay. the gamut from lower level to higher level. So there's there's a wide selection that's available. You know, obviously you have to make the teams, but yes, of course, there's, there's a lot yes. of travel teams. Yeah. Okay, so you you know lots of opportunities there. When looking at uh, I guess some travel teams initially, um, maybe this came into play early on maybe not um what were the kind of the first things you started to look for uh, on a travel team right whether it was uh, the coach or just the organization a whole what were you looking at uh, as a potential organization no initially the travel ball teams that we started with were people that we we knew maybe people we had played with um on league ball teams or, or new through league ball teams some of those okay. kind of more acquaintances yeah um, is how we kind of started out and then as we've been in travel ball a little longer it's, it's sort of progressed into us uh, knowing, sort of learning um, how travel ball works, what works for us. You know, every family's different and what they expect and, and what they want to get out of it. So, for sure. Okay. So, you obviously settled on organ- an organization. Um, at what point, or did it even come into play, uh, the coach, right? Did you, you know, kind of start to narrow it down and did that paid coach? Uh, was it a major factor in the decision? Was it more minor? You know, what did that look like for you? Uh, well, since, since we've been playing travel ball uh, the last several years with him, with the oldest, um, we've been on several teams. Okay. Um, around here, the, there's a high turnover rate with travel ball players on teams. Um, so teams just don't stick together very long, it seems like. Okay. Um, but the, the current team that we're part of, um, it's interesting the way that you posed the question because the team that we were part of, we left because a new coach had joined that was a parent coach that that we didn't care for okay Um, so we left that team and the team we ended up with um we initially came on to as just a pickup player because we didn't have a team at that moment and we ended up um liking the coach the coach liked my son my son likes the coach and so we had the discussion about staying a little more permanent with that team and and that's where we're at now Okay. Okay. Now jumping back just real quick, you, lots of turnover in your area. Um, any guesses or any reason why you see a lot of turnover? Just kind of curious on, you know, that. Yeah. That... My, my assumption is, is uh, parent displeasure with the coaches to some extent. Okay. Um, yep. You know, you, they get unhappy with the coach for whatever reason, or, or maybe two or three kids um, leave in mass to go to another team. And, the, and that original team has to break up because there's simply not enough kids left to make the level of team that it was prior. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm, you know, especially I, th- I would think given uh, a lot more options, um, you don't really need to stick around and, and kind of stick it out. Right. If right. Right. You know, oh, you know, we, this wasn't quite right. There are three, four other teams probably in an immediate area and, you know, that you're willing to drive, you know, X amount, you know, for practices and that type of thing. Um, so if there's lots of options, you don't need to kind of put up with some of those, you know, things that you don't love, right? If there's lots of different right. options, right? Right. Um, and there's other reasons, you know, if a parent, uh, if a team, a, a new player comes onto a team and, and that player's primary position is a spot 
you know, that where another kid had previously played and maybe they're better, well, then that kid doesn't get as much playing time. And so they leave to go to another team where they do get more on-field time, that, that kind of thing. So it's not always I'm mad at the coach. I hate the coach. I'm leaving. It may be more of, um, you know, my kiddo's not getting a lot of playing time and he doesn't get better seeing the bench. I want to go to a team where at least he gets some reps. So yeah, it, it, yeah. It's not always displeasure. Sometimes it's just more wanting advancement for the player. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, in, in terms of your son, you know, 13 you right now, right? Is that what you're, you're Correct, saying? 13 you, yeah. Okay. So um, have you, have you guys talked about kind of future goals? Uh, is there any like kind of roadmap or, you know, right now we just, you know, concentrating on fun and development and, you know, as long as he likes it, we're going to keep going with it. What are we? Uh, right. Right now it's, it's uh, really more towards his development. Okay. Um, right now being, he, he's only in seventh grade. So the goal right now is, to make the high school team, which okay. is still a couple of years out. Um, so right now the goal is development towards a high school spot in a couple of years. Okay. Okay. So now looking at that organization that uh, you have settled on, at least for, for this coming season or the season, is that, uh, is that an organization, you know, I'm, I'm probably a pretty good guest here, but an organization that you feel um, has developed great players into high school or if it's even older into, to beyond high school and college? Um, it's, it's a relatively new organization. Okay. Um, so there's not a lot of, of historical uh, players moving up to, to Interesting. different levels. Interesting, okay. Um, so it's, like I say, it was relatively new. Um, but the coaching staff, um, they're, they're really good with the kids. Um, we feel, my wife and I both feel that his development has improved with the current coach. Um, we like his coaching style and, the, and he, the meticulous detail he pays to things that are easily overlooked. Um, so while we, while it's still a new organization, relatively speaking, um, I do feel like they'll have some high school and, and college prospects coming out of this in the coming years. Okay. So it's more of a, a gut feel or just what you're seeing right now versus past performance. Right, right. I'm, I'm seeing how all the coaches across the different age groups, whether it's 12U, 11U on up to some of their 16 and 18U teams, um, the coaches that coach the various age groups, what they focused on and how they handled the team. Uh, both at practices and in games, it, it, it looks like it's a promising thing. Oh, that's awesome. That's really great. Are, are any of the, the coaches in that organization uh, parents, or are they all completely paid coaches, no kids? Do you know? Uh, all, of the, all of the coaches that I'm aware of that I've had dealings with are all paid coaches. I don't believe any of them have, okay. have kids on the teams. Okay. They're, awesome. they're all relatively younger, um, 20 to 23-year-old um, coaches, so they – None of them are really to the age where they would have kids old enough to be playing 11, 12, 13 or on up. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's super interesting. Now uh, something that just kind of popped in my mind here is, you know, so they're paid coaches. They, they are younger, you know, just starting their careers, you know, most likely. Um, do you worry at all about them? I don't want to use the term poaching, but maybe, you know, getting a better offer from another organization and, you know, kind of messing up that relationship with, you know, between your son and that coach or that organization and how constantly seeing turnover within the coaching staff. I don't know if that's a, a concern or if maybe I put that in your mind, hopefully not, but. Well, that, that's an interesting question because yeah. that, that scenario actually recently came up okay. within the organization and um, the coach that we actually play for is very good friends with the, the, the guy who started the organization okay. and a couple of the other coaches that are within the organization. So they They've actually been friends for a lot of years coming up, not just new acquaintances. And um, the coach that we actually play for was offered a coaching position within another organization here locally and chose to stay with 
the organization we're with now and with his friend. Um, so that, that was another reason that my wife and I really felt like he was devoted to the continued progress of the organization and the athletes in it. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, that decision right there probably speaks volumes and kind of makes you feel a little bit more comfortable with, you know, the decision that you've made. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, looking back, so you coach, uh, the league teams as well, right. Or your assistant coach as well. Um, I think naturally there's going to be, you know, as much as you want to try and avoid it, some, some bias, is that something that you've noticed yourself, uh, making any decisions, you know, uh, um, son, or is it something that you've kind of become aware of at all? Uh, I'm, I'm actually hypersensitive to that being okay. as we've been on teams with parent coaches before. Um, so it's something I'm very hypersensitive about. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I actually sometimes will even go overboard in recommending, Hey, how about we put this kid in this position yeah. when, when my son may or may not be the best one. I, I usually try to make sure my son is lower on the totem pole just so that we make sure that that parents don't feel like they're getting no issues, that, right? that daddy ball issue facing. Yeah. yeah. No, that, I, I think that's really important, especially, you know, if, if it's a league or, you know, league team and, you know, we're not competing for spots on, you know, high school teams or, you know, at the next level kind of trying to compete for spots, um, you know, just making sure that everyone, you know, has a good time, you know, enjoys, right. enjoys the game. Um, yeah, and I, I think a lot of parents are probably in that same boat here. Just thinking, I think I would be the same. Is that I would probably favor another kid over mine, like you said, to avoid those issues. Right, right. It's 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 hard to do, but I really try to make a point to do it because uh, I try to really separate the league team from the travel ball teams. Um, whereas the league team, we're helping to develop these kids' love for the game. Mm-hmm. So um, it's kind of surprising to me that even even at the age groups that we're playing in now with our league, it's a 14, 14 you, so it's 13 and 14-year-olds okay. together, that there's still some kiddos that haven't had a lot of baseball exposure. Um, so that's, that's really the take that I try to bring to the team is for our league team is to really help those kids get enough of the game that they can decide if they like it or not. But I want to make it an enjoyable experience so that hopefully next year they do say, hey, mom, hey, dad, I liked playing. I want to try this again, as opposed to that was a terrible experience. I never want to do that again. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, how does that uh, you know, translate after the game? So, you know, if you're maybe recommending someone over your son, uh, you know, car ride home, car ride home with them. Uh, have there, is there any, any, you know, discussion or kind of, uh, you know, tough situations that you guys have had to, to deal with and maybe talk them through why you've made certain decisions? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty fortunate that my, my 13 year old is, is very mature for his age. So he understands okay. some of these things when we talk about it, but mm-hmm. typically the conversation ends up being pretty similar every time, but it's along the lines of, Hey, bud, you get a lot of reps on the weekends um, with the high-level team that you play on in yeah. travel ball. We know that we know that you can do these things on this team, but a lot of these kiddos, this is the only playing time they get. Or in, in practices, you know, he, he wants to hit as well as everybody else doing BP. Um, but, you know, we have to spend more time with the kiddos who don't have as much exposure. And so he understands that, that for some of the kids, this is the only time they get to see the field or to get some BP or to get someone to work one-on-one with them where he gets some of that exposure multiple times a week at, at our travel ball practices and at those tournaments where, you know, with our league team, you'll play one or two games a week. Whereas the travel ball, you know, you could play four or five, six games in a weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So you're right. He's going to get uh, a yeah, ton that, more that's where the conversation goes. 
Yeah. yeah, no, I think, I think that's super important, you know, to, you know, make sure that they're part of, you know, decision-making process, um, especially when right. you're at an age, uh, like I said, he's even mature for, for his age to really understand why you're making a certain decision and, you know, be a better teammate and not say, Hey, I want to hit BP because I, I love the game. I just want to get out there and, you know, work on my skills, but Hey, I'm okay. I'm going to get reps tomorrow night, you know, at travel ball practice or, you know, this weekend here, you go ahead, take more reps, you know, uh, at this right. practice. And, and there's things we work on in, in our league ball practices that, that he has already had exposure to at a much higher level with our league ball team. I mean, with our travel ball teams yeah. that some of the league ball players haven't had exposure to. So, so we use him as sometimes as the, the, the guy that runs back and forth in a rundown scenario. And he understands what to do if you're on defense in that scenario, but a lot of the others don't. So, you know, he gets to be the guy who runs back and forth while we help the others progress in their defensive, you know, skills, mm -hmm. understanding that scenario. So those are the kind of things. So he knows he's still part of the team. And we talk about his value to the team, even when he's not getting to do the things that, that he wants to do, but he understands that, that he has a role to play and he can still be a leader yeah. by taking on those roles that may seem lesser, but are actually, you have to have someone do those for the scenario to work for everybody to learn. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Right. You know, you, you need someone there. And if, uh, you know, if he's the one to kind of help, you know, grow the team as a whole, then that's just going to make him a, a better teammate, you know, for years to come. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So now, so kind of, kind of coming back to, as we started to look at, uh, you know, different travel, you know, uh, organizations, was your son involved in any of the decision-making um, in terms of like discussion afterwards? Like I imagine there were some tryouts and, or, you know, you go and see, take a lesson, whatever that looked like for you or, or their process. Uh, but was he involved in kind of the actively deciding or did it kind of get left up to the parents there? Yeah. So. Early on, you know, when he was more uh, 9, 10, 11, those sort of ages, it was my wife and I making those decisions, trying to figure in what would be the best position for him, the best place for him to be based on where he was at with his skill sets. Um, the last couple of years, we've brought him into the fold as far as making that decision. It's it's not 100% his decision. You know, we, we told him we still – reserve the right to say no if there's something else going on that we know is going to be negatively impacting towards you of course um but we've we've into the fold and saying okay how did you feel at this trial what did you think about the coach what did you think about the other players that are already a part of this team and and letting him have a voice in how this plays out yeah absolutely absolutely so hypothetical question here and this this may be a tough one to answer uh but i'm just kind of curious is so if if you went to you know another organization right which it sounds like you're pretty happy right now um but you know hypothetically right. we have to to move on and there is a uh you know, parent coach but you know if your son loves that team but you kind of get a sense of uh, maybe some a hint of some bias you know that might pop up but you know you really have no track record uh, what does that decision look like for you? If he absolutely loves, you know, some of the teammates, really gelled with that coach maybe in tryouts, um, you know, what, what does that decision look like for, for you guys? Um, it's that you're right. That's a hypothetical. That's kind of tough for us. That scenario has been a bit backwards for us. We've mm -hmm. actually, the team that we had to leave when the additional coach came on, we did love the team. We did love the kids. We did love the parents. He had a really good relationship with the teammates. Um, so going back to that scenario that you mentioned, um, it would be pretty tough, um, but the if, if we were forced to leave our current team, uh, there would obviously have been something negative going on to force us to need to leave that scenario, that situation. And sure, so yeah. um, we would probably evaluate it. Eventually, again, the buck would stop with us. We would make the final mm -hmm. determination. 
Um, we would let them have some opinion and say, you know, how well do you like this team? We think this other one is more uh, suited to help develop you for, you know, making the high school roster in a couple of years, possibly that kind of thing. Um, and he's, he's to the point now where he understands the goal of, of trying to make it a spot on the high school team in a couple of years mm-hmm. is the, is the a goal that we're working towards right now. Um, and so that, that may not necessarily involve a lot of fun goofing around, you know, it, it's, uh, yeah. it's more, it's more, let's get down and work and, and drive towards our goal now. So he's, he's beginning to understand that, that, that quote unquote play time may be a little bit over and now it may be time to, to start looking at, at this as a more, uh, more of a work scenario to get to your goal. While he, we still want him to have fun, um, mm-hmm. we don't want him to, to get where he doesn't enjoy the game. Uh, the the skill development would definitely have to be a big piece of it going forward. Yeah, yeah. I think you know what you said there. Work time is that you know it, it, there's going to be some hard work. There's going to be some things that he you know he may not enjoy particularly. It's not all just you know fun and fun and games and and laughing and, and joking around to practice. You know we got to work hard and you know, acknowledge, you know, where, where you, you know, need work and, and kind of put some effort into to building up those skills and, and things. Right. Like that. And, and he's already sort of, sort of working to that mentality. I see his, his mindset shifting a little bit. Um, you know, he's made some comments lately along the lines of, you know, dad, I, I just, I'm, I'm not sure. We, we picked up with some teams and, and does some other things. And, and I've heard comments along the lines of, um, man, dad, I just can't, handle that they weren't taking it serious enough or yeah you know man dad they were cutting up and I didn't like that when we're on the field we're, we're there to work and to get better not to play mm-hmm. you know so so some of those some of that mentality of, of working to that goal is, is already starting to manifest itself in his thought process I can see yeah do you think that's something that's come from these uh this paid coach and this organization is that it's about kind of the work and putting in work for your future goals um I, I think it's a continuation of of the, the progress that we've been on the road that we've been on for the last several years as he's been in travel ball. Um, you know, it progressively is, as this high school thing becomes closer and more in his face as it, as it draws nearer, he's starting to see the, the discrepancy or, the, or the, the difference between the high level players who have potential to be on those teams and the ones who probably aren't going to even be possible to make the high school team. And, and so he's starting to really focus on being one of those players who focuses on the details so that he can have a potential to be there. Um, so it, it's a sort of a progression. It, it wasn't an overnight thing, but I've seen mm-hmm. a bit of a progression when I look back historically over, over the last few years. Awesome. That's all, that, that's really great. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you have a, a lot of insight here, you know, in terms of, you know, paid coaches, you know, parent coaches, that type of thing. Uh, and, and your son, I think is at that, you know, perfect age, maybe, you know, a year or two past where, you know, he knows this track or knows the, the goals. Um, do you have any kind of broad, you know, best practice or best piece of advice for a parent who may be just about to enter this situation here, right? Where they're, okay, my son's, you know, pretty good, enjoying the game. Um, we're thinking about taking this a, a little bit more serious. Um, what should we be looking for in terms of uh, evaluating a, a potential organization if they have the option of looking at, say, a paid coach versus a parent coach, right? You know, right. Not everyone has that luxury, uh, but if right. there is that situation, um, you know, what would you tell that that parent? So a couple of couple of things that I would look at just from my experience is I would say don't completely devalue a parent coach just because mm-hmm. they are a parent coach. 
um, they can still bring a lot of knowledge, a lot of insight, and a lot of good things to help your child progress and, and get better as a player and as a person because that's their job. It's not just to teach baseball. They're there also to help them grow as a, as a person. Um, so don't completely devalue a parent coach. Um, some other advice that I would give is, is talk, around, talk around, ask some friends, ask some people who are involved in travel ball, sort of get their insight on organizations that they may play in, even if it's a different age group, just how does the organization function? Did you like it? Was communication clear? Did you feel like you got good value for the money you paid as far as your, your child developing and, and getting the things you expect? Um, but, but take that with a bit of a grain of salt because what I've found is that no matter who the coach is in travel ball, um, you'll find someone who hates them. You'll find someone who thinks they're the best ever. And you'll find someone who is just like, oh, yeah, they, they were okay. I didn't have a problem. Yeah. Um, you'll find all three, no matter who the coach is, you'll find those three things out there. So, so value those opinions that others give you, but form your own opinions as well. Don't go in with your mindset already made. Um, and so some of the things that we did is, you know, we're at these tournaments on weekends and we're at these different functions where these people are at is, is we sort of watch how the coaches coach when they're not involved with our child, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in between games, if they're playing on another field or, or another game in between, sometimes we'll just go and watch and see how that coach handles scenarios, right? When, if a kid makes a bad throw from third to first, does he completely lose his mind or how does he handle that situation? How does he handle it when the team is losing? Um, you know, th- those kind of things yeah. sort, of, sort of help us um, make our decisions. So, so those are all suggestions. You know, back, create your own opinions. I mean, there is value in other people's insight but form your own opinions and form them in a scenario where this person isn't directly involved with your child, where they're not directly telling you things that they know you want to hear, mm-hmm. do it whenever they don't know you're watching. Um, to me, that was, that was the best. And, and a good example I can give is we recently played a team on in a travel ball weekend. And after the game, my son came to me and he said, dad, I will never play for that guy. Mm-hmm. And, and I asked him why, and he gave me the reason and it was a valid reason. And I said, that's, that's good. I said, because I've seen him coach for two or three seasons now around and you would never play for him anyway. Okay. So, yeah. so you know, the kids are also watching these coaches. So, th- so the kids can have some valuable insight as well, but that would be my suggestion. Don't devalue parent coaches, take, take ad- advice from others, but form your own opinions. Don't let them form your opinion for you. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's, you know, amazing advice. Um, you know, there are going to be benefits to, to either side. Right. And, you know, it's going to come down to a a personal family decision. Uh, It's going to involve your child, you know, how they feel um, with that particular coach or organization, or even the teammates. Um, You know, you could have the best coach in the world, but if you have a a ton of terrible teammates, then, you know, is that really going to be fun? And are they going to want to continue to show up, you know, week after weekend after weekend for, for tournaments. Right. So, right. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, uh, it's amazing. I, I really love the insight. I love that, you know, you're able to kind of understand where you're at uh, as a head coach, what, you know, you bring to that, you know, team as a parent, and then really evaluate, take yourself out of that situation and say, what am I going to do that's best for my child for his long-term development? Um, you know, so, so great insight. And I think a, a lot of parents, whether they're coaches or not, um, really should be able to, to kind of emulate that and just kind of take themselves out of the equation and make sure that they're doing what's best for their, for their child. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, you know, I, I really appreciate your, your time here. Um, you know, so some great insight. I think uh, this is definitely going to be, you know, beneficial for, you know, for a prospective parent here. And uh, yeah, again, thank you for your time. And, you know, want to wish, uh, you know, both of your sons there, but, you know, uh, best of luck with the season, you know, your team, you know, whatever team they're on. And uh, hopefully we develop and make that varsity team. Hey, yeah, I hope so. That's that's the goal right now. Yeah, Thank you very yeah. Much for, for letting me share some insight with you. I appreciate the time. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. All right. You too.